Do we want to welcome Nicole Saylor to the pulpit this morning as we share in a dialogue sermon? Uh, now, <clears throat> Nicole, I was intrigued by the children's message. Uh, do you slurp when you drink out of a straw? Sometimes, uh, uh, do you blow bubbles in your milk? That would be another good one is have, bring milk and have everybody blow bubbles in their milk. Uh, I've gotten in trouble by parents uh, when I've suggested that. But uh, so, okay. Well, our second reading today is from Romans chapter 12, the first two verses. I appeal to you, therefore, brothers and sisters, by the mercies of God, to present your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable to God, which is your spiritual worship. Do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your minds, so that you may discern what is the will of God, what is good and acceptable and perfect. This is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Amen. Well, uh, Nicole, thank you. Uh, She's a a junior at Mays South High School, and she's a member of the Girl Scouts of America, Troop 125, which meets at the Covenant Presbyterian Church over here on Tyler Road. It is good to be here and share in this sermon with you. I'm working on what's called the Gold Award, which is the highest achievement award in Girl Scouts. And her project for the Gold Award is building a maze for Aldersgate. Um, it's, it's not a maze. Not a maze? Well, I mean, doesn't it go this way and then that way? And, and you hope to, at some point, get to the middle? Not at all. It's, uh, it's not a maze. A maze is a game. It's a prayer labyrinth. Well, a maze is kind of like a, a, a labyrinth. But mazes are multiples that are full of dead ends, and sometimes you're even lucky to get through them. Mm. Labyrinths have a single continuous path, which leads to the center. As you prayerfully make your way along the path, remembering those you love, those that have passed, and those who need to be lifted up. So in a maze, you can get lost. Can you get lost in a labyrinth? Not at all. By walking the path, you are guided to a closer walk with God. In the Middle Ages, the labyrinths were used as a way for people to participate in a pilgrimage without the expense or time required in actually going to another place. Hmm. Labyrinths were created on the Hmm. floors of cathedrals to help draw people into meditation. So if they don't spend money going to another place, then uh, how much does it cost to uh, walk a prayer labyrinth? It's, it's free to walk a prayer labyrinth. Uh, but there's got to be a catch. So, so uh, what's the catch to walking a labyrinth? I mean... Actually, there <laughs> isn't a catch. In fact, people who take the journey through a prayer labyrinth say that they get so much out of it that they want to do it again and again. Okay, so if they don't have to pay to go through it, do you have to pay people to walk through it? No. Pastor, you are missing the point. People find value in the spiritual benefits of praying in the labyrinth, like peace of mind, spiritual strength, and listening for the voice of God. Okay, all right, tell me more. I'm kind of getting interested. Uh, Could there be some value for someone like me in walking a prayer labyrinth? Walking the prayer labyrinth is a centering activity for the human heart, mind, and soul. 
It can quiet your spirit, ease the tension in your life, and give you opportunity to pray in a way that you usually don't. Well, I pray all the time. Well, I, I pray a lot. Well, look here, I, I've got my prayer list, and uh, I've got lots of things on it. And uh, here's one. I want a new car. Yep. And, uh, oh, uh, uh, number 12 is win the lottery. Lord, help me win when I buy that ticket. Uh, let's see, well, ice cream. I always like ice cream. Yes, and, uh, you know, maybe... I know. This is 32B. I want to be liked by everybody. Pastor, you of all people should know that prayer is not a celestial shopping list of wants and desires. Prayer is more of a conversation with God. It's like building a relationship with God. Hmm. God speaks to us through the scriptures and through whispers of the spirit. And while you walk the labyrinth, you can talk to God. Okay, so where do I go? How do I do this prayer labyrinth thing? As you step into the labyrinth, you can let go of details in your life a bit. <laughs> Put your cell phone... No, 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 just wait a minute. No, no, I, I, I'm glued to my cell phone. But you have to put your cell phone and any other distractions away and become aware of opening your heart and quieting your mind, preparing to listen to God. <laughs> Okay. Well, prepare to listen to God. Quiet. You mentioned the word quiet. So if I put my cell phone away, then it would be quiet. I mean, I'd have to listen to the birds singing or something like that and um, be quiet. You know, it kind of reminds me in Psalm 46 of that uh, verse. It says, be still and know that I am God. Sounds like the labyrinth could be an intentional way of taking a pilgrimage away from the busyness and the stress of daily life toward, say, an oasis with the eternal. I think you're beginning to get the idea. Hmm. Walking the prayer labyrinth slowly and reflectively can be a way of finding the strength to face a problem or an issue. It creates a sacred place where renewal can be felt and prayers are answered. Hmm. It's a sacred path. Sacred. Now, there's a word I haven't heard in a very long time. Kind of reminds me of John Wesley's means of grace. So, so are you suggesting that the, the prayer labyrinth could be a place where I could practice some acts of piety, like prayer and searching the scriptures? Yes, and it can be a place of preparing oneself to some acts of mercy, like contemplating the good we can offer one another and the justice and compassion we can offer the world. By drawing away by himself, Jesus found inner strength to continue on and to face the challenges he knew he would have to face. Okay, so tell me, what is the plan for our new prayer labyrinth? Currently, we are in the process of working on the prayer labyrinth. Right now, it kind of just looks like a big hole, but yesterday we started putting in the base materials for the bricks to go on top of. And when we're done, it'll be a beautiful place for people to go and pray. Oh, wow. Now that is cool. Here's a picture of what the design for the new prayer labyrinth will look like. 
And even my six-year-old brother, Jacob, came to help, and he was really fun to have around. He was, yes. Well, what you have told me, uh, there are over 90 orders of bricks that uh, people have ordered uh, the names engraved in memory of or in honor of. uh, And the bricks will be engraved by Eck Monument Company in Goddard, Kansas. And once engraved, these bricks will be placed along the prayer labyrinth path. Actually, just recently, we have sold over 100 bricks. Really? Yeah. Can I get all those in my car? I guess we'll find out this next week. Okay. And there's no deadline on ordering bricks to be engraved. This will be an ongoing ministry in remembrance for years to come. We hope that as you are able, you will consider supporting the Prayer Labyrinth through sharing financial gifts to keep momentum high or purchasing a brick in memory of or in honor of someone. Okay, so when do you envision this Prayer Labyrinth will be completed? Hopefully, bearing more rain delays by the end of May. COVID and rain have delayed this project for over a year now, and if people would like to help volunteer on an upcoming Saturday or Sunday to complete the labyrinth, you can sign up online at aldersgatechurch.org. When we do get the labyrinth completed, Nicole has also developed a sustainability plan whereby we can keep it up, and if a weed comes up, we can take care of that. And uh, we can use it for the spiritual needs of the congregation. She has a plan of ministry for us to put in place. In fact, you know, as I was thinking about that plan of ministry, I have an idea. What if on some upcoming Sundays, we offer prayer labyrinth experiences during the worship services so that people could go out and experience the labyrinth while they're already here for church? mean like they could skip the sermon? Oh, no, 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 no. Well, why not? Sometimes I want to skip the sermon. <laughs> now, not everybody would, would be able to run from the sanctuary, but maybe say eight to ten people could go do an experiential sermon on a Sunday and be led through a prayer experience under your leadership or the leadership of another. We will certainly make the Prayer Labyrinth a part of the overall ministry of Aldersgate to warm hearts of the people that use it. Well, we'd like to thank the many people who have already been working on the Labyrinth, including Mark Hodges, the trustee committee chair. He's been there just about every time you've had a work time. The first Friday, he came in his work clothes and pulled weeds. (laughs) Oh, my. And Don Patterson, uh, Steve Hill, uh, Nicole, your grandparents, your parents, your little brother Jacob, um, confirmation students, other youth, This has truly become a church community project. It has. And most important is this, that the people who pray in the labyrinth will be spiritually encouraged, that they will find renewal for their lives, quiet for their souls, and a peace of strength and strength that will help them through the challenges of life. There's a hymn in our hymn book, The Faith We Sing, that speaks to the possibilities of the prayer labyrinth. It's entitled, Come and Find the Quiet Center. Now, you may not know this yet, but the first line goes like this. Come and find the quiet center in the crowded life we lead. Find the room for hope to enter. 
Find the frame where we are freed. Clear the chaos and the clutter. Clear our eyes so we can see all the things that really matter. Be at peace and simply be. I would love to hear that hymn. I know some of the words include, Silence is a friend who claims us, cools the heat, and slows the pace. My dream with this Gold Award project is that many people will benefit spiritually from what I achieve. My goal is to get the award, but more importantly, that the landscape of our lives can be more calm and peaceful because of this project I've chosen. May God bless our Aldersgate Church, and may the witness we give to Jesus Christ and his love and salvation be a blessing to all who gift us with their presence in this place. Amen. Amen.